Welcome to The Simple Life with Brianna and Marissa. We believe in creating a community filled with authenticity, awareness and connection. Join the conversation as we vulnerably share about our own life experiences and offer practical tools to support and equip you. Learn how to come fully alive in everything you do so you can live your best life. This is The Simple Life. like people I don't know and to get out of my comfort zone and try something new so I I love doing things like that yeah what intrigued me the most was the description of the event oh yeah yeah so we were encouraged to live more in the moment which is something you know we we definitely can get behind yes we can and it was about challenging perfectionism which really stood out to me because I've struggled with that for a while and I'm you know currently working through that at the moment so I thought well why not give it a go so I'll Ooh. let you know yeah when I... keep us updated I will yeah for the, next, for the next episode I will yeah I'll let you guys know how it goes yeah so another part that intrigued me about this event in particular was that the host really encouraged failing and it was something that was celebrated in this class and it was something that's a part of the journey of learning Mm, yeah that's huge so yeah you don't meet a lot of people who look at failure that way yeah I love that and I think the people who are attending this event really resonated with the description that she gave when she talked about failure being a part of this event and I know like sometimes it can be a bit nerve-wracking for some people to like really expose yourself in front of people I guess you don't even know or people you may know as well and really put yourself out there and fail in front of others. Yeah, that is very scary. It's like a lot of people's biggest fear, I think. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I think the reason why people fear failure so much is because they compare themselves to others or like this expectation they have in their mind of what they should be achieving or what it should look like. And when it doesn't look like that, they almost feel like they've failed. Failure is a big part of our lives and something we fear so much. And it's almost like this byproduct of comparison and whether we're comparing ourselves to an expectation in our mind about where we should be by now or measuring that against other people in our circle we feel like we've missed the mark or we we haven't achieved what we hoped to or what we thought we would and comparison is this thing that almost plagues us our whole lives if we don't overcome it so we thought that today would be a perfect opportunity to discuss that and offer ways to work through that to prevent the negative effects that comparison has on our life. Yeah, and comparison is one of those things that every person has done at some point in their life. And people have different degrees of how much they've compared themselves. Some people, it's more extreme than others. But it's such a relevant topic. And I've personally struggled with it a lot over my lifetime and have gotten better and learnt tools so I can catch myself before I go down that path. But it can be so destructive the more that you learn about comparison and how it actually affects us. So we did think 
today would be a really good chance to talk about that and talk about, you know, why it is so harmful and unhealthy for us, what drives us to comparison, and to even discuss healthy ways that we can compare ourselves to other people and even share, I guess, our own experiences with comparison. So hopefully you guys at the end of this can just have a better understanding of what it is, how it affects us, but also how we can come out the other end and not be affected by that and take that into our lives with us. I love that. I'm ready to rock and roll. Yeah, we are both pretty excited about this topic. I was really, yeah, raring to go this morning. So yeah, so let's dive right in. Dive right in. To begin us, how would you define comparison? I'd say comparison is like a tool that either arrogant people use to feed their ego and make everyone else feel inferior to them or people who struggle with their self-confidence and self-worth sort of use as a benchmark that they base their lives upon. Mm, I like that. Yeah, there's the two extremes. For me, comparison is almost a state where we are constantly measuring ourselves against other people. The issue with it is we don't always accurately or equally compare ourselves to those people or those situations. And often our misknowledge and understanding of that person inhibits us from accurately comparing ourselves fairly to them, which is what makes it so destructive because we view people and see them in a certain light and think, I want to be that person or in a profession or in a workplace situation, I want that specific job. But we usually don't know what goes on beneath the surface. We just look at the outside picture, which all seems great and wonderful. And that's what we desperately, desperately want. One of the reasons people compare themselves to others is because they have expectations of what their life should look like by a certain time or what the world has put on them as an expectation. So age is a huge one. And most of us have an idea of where we think we should be at by the age of 18, 21, 25, 30, and it continues. And so when you hit that age and you feel like you haven't achieved that and you're looking at other people who have, you start comparing yourself to those people and feel like, you've potentially failed in that area because you aren't up to where they are. In your 20s, it's such a confusing age of life because people are in such different stages. You've got people who are married, having their first child, going to uni for the first time, buying their first house. And so it's so hard to compare yourself to any of those people because everyone's on their own life journey. But we still have this franticness that goes on within us where we think, oh, maybe I should be, should have bought my first house by now, or I should be with my partner by now, or I should have graduated by now. And it's so easy to look at the broader picture and compare ourselves to those people and why we aren't where we feel we should be by now. And that's also just a very small scene of their life that we're looking at. Yes. That we compare ourselves to. We don't know what goes on behind the scenes of their lives and we don't know what it took for them to get there or what sacrifices they made to get where they are today. Yeah, and that is the dangerous thing when we compare ourselves. Like you said, we're only looking at the outside picture and the perfect world that they've presented and we have no idea what's going on within them, the struggles that they've had over the years. And often we feel like 
you know, life has been so hard for us and if it had been easier like that person, then maybe we would be there by now. So these unhealthy expectations that we put on ourselves is such a huge driver for us. And when these expectations consume us, that is when comparison comes into our lives and can bring us to a state of exhaustion. Because the more you compare yourself again and again with someone, that only wears you down to that state of exhaustion. And we also need to remember that no matter how many times you try to be like someone else, you're never going to be them. We're all so different and so unique. So you'll never truly achieve it. I was reading something that this social psychologist said about comparison. And he said something about human beings can only define themselves in relation to someone else. So when we question our identity and sense of self-worth, we tend to look at other people. And that, I guess, is the metric that we measure against. And I see this a lot now that you know we're in the age of the internet and, and social media, that this is more prevalent in society and the negative effects like anxiety and depression that comes with it. Yeah, that is huge. Yeah, with social media, we are just constantly fed and exposed to these images of what seems to be a perfect life that people portray to us. And then we reflect and then look at ourselves and we wonder, why don't I have that? Or why does my life not look perfect? Or this image that they're trying to sell to us of what a perfect life looks like. Yeah, and the ease of technology means that everything is basically at our fingertips. So we can search anything we want, we can befriend anyone we want. Before technology and social media existed, it was so much easier as well for people to be good at something or even be an expert in their field in some area. So if you grew up in a small country town, there's always the people that were known for something like... Yeah, the lady who was like the best baker in town, someone else who was the best doctor in town. And you didn't have anyone else that you were trying to compete against, which meant you could be known as the best of the best in your region. But these days, we are suddenly connected to billions of people across the world. So now it's almost impossible to be the best at anything because there is pretty much always going to be someone better than you at something and most likely worse than you at something. But we now can compare ourselves through the use of technology, and it makes us instantly compare ourselves to those people. And if we do that enough, we can come to a state in our minds where we think, what is the point of this? I will never be good enough. I will never be the best. So this high use of social media that we all use every single day is actually having a huge negative impact especially looking through social media with the lens of comparison, which a lot of us don't do. We just look at people and we might feel, like you said, depressed or uncertain of ourselves or just down about our abilities. And it makes us feel incompetent in our own abilities as we start comparing ourselves to those billions of people worldwide. Yeah, and as you mentioned, just having that access to social media at all times and just jump on right now and have a look at this life someone's portraying that looks so perfect online but could be falling apart behind the scenes. And it's sad that people feel that they need to prove themselves on that platform almost 
And no one really shows you the behind the scenes of their lives or what it took to achieve their goals or the struggles and hardships they faced along the way. So it gives us this unrealistic expectation that we ourselves hold ourselves to. I was watching a video and it was a while back and the speaker was talking about how social media is not real. It's just a highlight reel. Mm -hmm. I like that. And it's so true. Like it really is because we're just, everyone's just showing these picture perfect lives that they're probably not even living. Like it's, it's just not real and doesn't exist. Mm, editing helps a lot in that area. It does, yeah. Or even like some people post pictures up and like they'll think, oh, they have like the perfect body. Yeah. But we don't know how much Photoshop is mm. going on on that. And we place this expectation on ourselves to look like these people or have a life that looks like theirs. And when we compare ourselves with others, we don't even have the energy to invest in ourselves because we become so exhausted by trying to keep up with the people around us that we're not investing in our own ability and our own uniqueness and what we have to offer. In life, we go through different seasons and experience different things at different times. But when we're in a relationship with comparison, we can't even recognize the benefits in that season that we're in. And even good seasons or hard seasons all have some form of beauty in them. And there's always something you can learn and grow from. So when you aren't able to be fully present in that season, you lose so much of the joy and even the opportunity that is in every season. So comparison is one of those things that it just consumes everything of you when you're in a relationship with it. And it can almost be obsessive because you're always looking at the people around you more than you're even looking at your own self and abilities that it just brings you to the state of exhaustion where you've missed everything that's right in front of you because you're not looking at that. You can't even see that while you're looking at all these other people who are living the supposedly perfect life that you wish you had. When we are consumed with comparison, it actually opens up the door to envy, fear and desperation because we desperately want that thing. And when we so desperately want that thing or the life that someone else has, that we almost can't stop ourselves from comparing again and again. And when we hit that severe state of desperation, it brings us to a state of hopelessness because you can't win with comparison. And you can get to the place where you ask yourself, what is even the point? Like, I'm never going to make it. I'm never going to be as good as that person. I will never be as good as them, as well known as them. And when you hit that state, that's a really debilitating and depressing mindset to be in. In comparison, it steals our confidence as well. So when you're in that relationship with it, you don't have confidence in yourself, your ability, what you can bring to the world, because you feel like the people around you, well, they have better things they can bring. And it can even put a shadow over our excitement and joy in life, because we're never content with what we have and where we're at in our lives. So when we have that shadow covering every area of our life, it can stop and inhibit us from actually pursuing the things that we've been designed to do and we have a passion for. And when we put so much energy into comparison, at any moment, our value could be stripped away from us. Because when your worth is in that or 
in your ability to be like someone else, you will never be able to get to that place that you want to get to. And that's a really dangerous place to be when you put your value in someone else or something else instead of within yourself. Wow. The fact that if you base your sense of worth and value on these comparisons you make with other people, that at any moment you can be stripped of it. That's crazy. Like, Yeah. I'm just taking a moment moment to process that one. Yeah. Marissa and I haven't actually <laughs> talked on this story before we began, so... So, yeah, so I'm hearing yeah. it for the first time, like, you probably are when you're listening to this. Mm. And, yeah, really got me there. So, I love Glad. that little truth bomb. Do you have any experiences with unhealthy comparison in your life and the effects it may have caused? Mm. I do. A couple of years ago, I was doing a dance course because for those of you who don't know me, I used to do a lot of dance. That was my life for a long time. And in this dance school, it was a very toxic environment. And at the time, I probably recognized it to a degree, but not as much as I do now, stepping out and being able to look at the broader picture. But for anyone who has been in the dance industry or a lot of those creative industries, it is highly competitive And it really does matter how good you are, what body type you have, your commitment. All those things are everything in those environments. And so one particular term when I was dancing there, we would do ballet every week. And we had this one teacher and every week she would always make you feel so terrible about yourself and your body and your image. And she always had her favourites. So if you were the super tall, slender one, she would like you and she'd put you at the front. And if you weren't that, she would actually tell you to go and stand at the back. So it was a pretty brutal environment. And it's hard not to be affected by that because these are like, it's a room full of young, impressionable girls. And I was a lot younger then. And so very quickly you learn, okay, that is the body. That is the image that you want to have because that is what teachers like. And so I found myself comparing week after week after week. And if I wasn't as flexible as them, if my body wasn't as slim or I wasn't as tall as them, my experience wasn't as broad as theirs, you always just felt down and bad about yourself. But they would really project that over you and want you to be aware that you weren't the perfect body type in their eyes. So there really was a lot of body shaming. And a lot of those girls had big issues with that and that is very common sadly in the dance world and you see so many girls with anorexia and all those different eating disorders as a result of this so throughout that whole experience while I was at that dance school I just remember feeling so terrible about myself and thinking I will never make it in the industry I will never have the perfect body for the industry and I can change that to a degree but not to the degree that they needed me to change it for So it definitely made me, I would say, hyper aware of the way I looked, the way I dressed. And even a year or two after that whole experience, I could still feel it affecting me and the way that I would think about myself and view myself. And obviously that's a terrible, very negative thing to have, like low self-esteem and being so aware of yourself and the way that you compare yourself to these other people. And one of my close friends also went through this dance school with me. And I remember both of us left and said to each other, like, we will never go back there again. And both actually left the dance industry for good. So it kind of made me, I guess, drop my passion for dance and think it's not worth the pain and the agony 
So what's the point of doing it? I will never be good enough to be in that profession. But I realized that sounds very negative and that was a particularly negative experience in the dance world. Not every experience is that terrible. But since then, I've grown a lot from that situation. I am able to look back with a healthy mindset and see why that environment was so bad and so unhealthy. And it really was these teachers creating this environment of comparison is good. If you don't compare yourself, you won't succeed because you won't become another person that they believe to be the best. But it definitely made me realize how destructive comparison can be. And since that experience, I've had to change the way I do things. I look at things. I see myself as well. And realizing that, yeah, nothing good comes from comparing ourselves to other people that we perceive to be better than us. And the expectations that they put on us and I put on myself even during that time was so destructive. And at the time, I wasn't able to see that. But again, now looking back, I can see how destructive that was and Thankfully, I have come out and I've learned and grown so much and I have gone back into the dance world since and I've had a much better experience and I'm able to go in and not be deeply affected by those things because generally those people are highly insecure people and so they're projecting their insecurity onto the next person and the next person. Or we can even put an expectation on ourselves to be living a life we thought we should have been living by now. Yeah. So many of us do that. And I can probably speak from experience on that just in the last, I guess, six months of this year before I guess it took a turn for the better for me. So I walked into this year just feeling very stricken with anxiety and what I thought, you know, this year was going to look like. And it really overwhelmed me. And I was just trying to think of ways to achieve all these things. And it just left me feeling unhappy. I was having thoughts about where I should be in life. It wasn't so much a matter of comparing my life to someone else, but comparing it to an expectation I had of myself that I should have lived up to at 22. I remember so well at around 16, 17, when I was back in high school and finishing, and how we all had to, well, they sort of encouraged us to sort of have a life plan. And at 16 or 17, you don't really know much about yourself or what you want to be doing for the rest of your life. Like, it's just such a big pressure that they put on us. And now, like, looking back, that's, like, such a long time ago. I've Mm. grown up. I'm an adult now. And I had this plan for my life that, like, where I'd want to be by now. And now, like, that I am this age, I haven't achieved all those things I did set out at 16 or 17, I felt like almost failed at life. But that's not true. Life throws you some curveballs. Plans I had back then look so different now. My life doesn't look the way I planned it at 16 or 17 years of age. And it feels like I failed, but in reality I haven't. Mm, that's such an important thing to recognise. Did you feel during that time you would compare yourself to other people who were perhaps either your age or ahead of you, a couple years older, and you thought, that's what I should be like or that's what my life should look like when I get there? Oh, definitely. Yeah, just going off of what was modelled to me and looking up to my parents and like knowing where they were when they were my age. 
mm. and thinking, oh, I haven't done that yet or I haven't achieved that thing yet. My mother at my age now, she was already well into her career. Yeah. I'm only just getting started <laughs> pretty much. So it really overwhelmed me and I did find myself comparing to like my role models in life. Yeah. Instead of using that as a tool to motivate me, I used it as a tool to compare myself to all these people that, you know, went before me. Mm, I love that. That's such a good way to look at it because there is such a difference between those two, being motivated by something or letting something like comparison drive us to, I will never be able to make this dream or goal of mine. Looking up to all these role models in my life and comparing my life to theirs and where I'm at. And instead of letting that discourage me, I've let it motivate me. And yeah, maybe I might not have my dream career at 22, but I know somewhere down the track it'll happen when it happens. And I just need to rest in that and trust in that process. That's good. Yeah, and it takes a long time to get to that place. And to get to that place, I read some books that have helped me. I've even talked it out with people to find that they've also struggled with this at one point or another in their lives. And knowing that other people have had those struggles as well is is a comforting thing. It is, yeah. You really feel understood instead of me like just telling them these things and feeling like, you know, they're just going to say some things to make me feel better. But to feel understood in that situation helped me overcome it Mm. and yeah just getting more perspectives on life and not just looking at life through my own lens got me here so yeah that's all I really have for that (laughs) but that was good thank you yeah and another way I've found to overcome comparison is to look at it in a healthy way. Because there is such thing as healthy comparison. It does exist, but just not in the way you may think. Mm. And I had some thoughts on that. I believe that a healthy version of comparison does exist within the confines of comparing yourself to the person you were yesterday. Not who someone else is, but working on how you can be a better version of yourself today than the one you were yesterday. And I'm not sure if you have any thoughts on what healthy comparison looks like or if you had anything to share with us on this topic Mm, I really like what you said and sometimes comparison can reveal to us the areas that we are called to be in so when we desperately want something that someone else has that deep desire can resonate inside of us and often indicates where we are called to be so if photography was something that you aspired to be and you were always looking at other photographers and wishing you were as good as them, maybe that's actually an indicator that that is where you are supposed to go. Or it could be anything, a chef, (laughs) a baker. Um, I love a good chef, just putting it out there. Or it could be anything. Musician. Musician, actor, whatever it is that you look at and think I wish that was me I so desperately want that then it can actually be a beautiful indicator of maybe that is an area that I should be working on and I don't want to look at that person and almost envy them or feel jealous over them but if I can look at them and think I'm going to aspire to be like that and to start creating my own 
unique way of bringing that skill set into my profession or life. But jealousy is actually a mixture of desire with a lie that I can never have the things or the skills that I dream of. And often we want something so badly, but we actually don't believe we can have it. But the truth is, those things are available to us. And if we can change our mindset and recognize that I actually can be as good as that other person and there is room for me in that industry or profession that I'm striving for, then comparison drops away because you no longer need to compare yourself because you've recognized the skills and the giftings that you can bring to that space. And I think a good question to ask ourselves is, do I believe a lie that makes me think this thing isn't available to me? So do I truly think I'm never going to make it in this profession? And if you do, then that's a good indicator to maybe stop and question yourself and rewire your mind because that negative mindset is always going to propel you towards comparison. Agreed. The truth is you are exactly where you need to be. And if you can embrace that and celebrate what you do have and what is in your life, comparison will just drop away. So when we can shift our mindset, that's when we can enjoy where we're at and enjoy what's around us and right in front of us at the time. Once we can accept the season we are in and be fully present in that, that is when comparison breaks and we can fully live our life filled with joy and peace because we don't have that constant worry and fear of comparison constantly perpetuating our mind and taking up space and energy that we could be using otherwise in areas that we want to succeed in. Yeah, that was really good. A lot of takeaways from that. Now, I think it would be an appropriate time to discuss some practical tools and tips for our viewers today. Yes. In conquering the beast of comparison. Mm, what a beast it is. And so a few things I have that help me is instead of comparing yourself to someone else, you could use that person as motivation. So I did mention that earlier. I also believe that there is so much power in individuality and owning that. It took me a while to come to that place in my life, but working with what I have and learning to like it and enjoy that process, definitely focusing on what you're grateful for. Speaking up if you are struggling can also just break the power that comparison has mm, where we get to air that out with someone else and to take a break from social media mm. and remember that social media is not real. It's just a highlight reel. I love that. What about you? I would say it's really important to be comfortable in who you are and what you offer. Because like I said before, everyone is so unique. And a really good question to ask yourself is, do I believe I offer and bring value to these areas? Because if you don't believe that, then you'll never be able to break comparison because you'll always feel you aren't succeeding in life if you don't match up to someone else that you view as being above you or better than you. Another thing to keep in mind that I found really helpful is being aware that you don't always know what is going on in someone else's life. So you can see an influencer or you know meet someone once and you just follow them from then on on social media and you see all these beautiful photos and videos going up. And it's so easy to think, oh, I wish I was them. They seem to have it so easy. They're so beautiful. They have such a wonderful life. But remembering that everyone is on their own journey and everyone has 
had to go through things to get to where they are today. So that's been a really helpful one for me, not just viewing the outside picture, but keeping that in mind that I don't know and probably never will know what that person has gone through. And therefore, I can't equally compare myself to them. Therefore, I shouldn't compare myself to them at all. Definitely agree. These are all some great tips and tools that you can take with you into your week ahead or even your lifetime. Yes. Keep those ones in mind. And that brings us to the end of our episode today. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Yeah, it's been really fun discussing what topic we'd talk about and then deciding that comparison was something that really resonated with both of us at this time. It's always exciting because it forces us to also think back through our life and think where has this particular thing really affected us? Where have we grown in this? And do we feel like we've conquered it to a degree? And so I always enjoy that process of chatting about the topic and reassessing my own life and where I'm at with comparison or whatever topic we're talking about at the time. But thank you for tuning in with us today. We hope you have learnt something from this. And if you've found it helpful in any way or you know someone else who you've had a conversation with around this topic, we would love you to send it to them and hopefully it will also be able to help that person out. Yeah, and you can also get into contact with us at the simple life with us at gmail.com or you can follow us on social media, which is like kind of an ironic because we said take a break, <laughs> but follow <laughs> us. Um, some great content on there as well on the simple life with us underscore podcast on Instagram. Thank you guys. This is the simple life with Rihanna and Marissa. We hope you've enjoyed. Catch you guys next time. Bye.